Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast, where thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and executives from around the world share their practical tips, strategies, and stories to help you unleash your potential and achieve your goals. Your journey of growth to become your best starts now. Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast episode. Before we jump in, Natalina Nasruddin here. I wanted to let you know that, hey, when you're not listening to the podcast, when you're not watching the YouTube video, check us out on LinkedIn. We are constantly posting, adding value on LinkedIn, my team and I. We have a Rise Up For You page and has videos, articles, content. It's actually our favorite platform. So if you wanna connect with us on a day-to-day basis and you wanna get additional content and resources, head over to LinkedIn, follow me, connect with me, connect with our team, connect with Rise Up For You, and we're happy to share any content and even send us a message because we'll reply. We don't, we're not a bunch of bots. <laughs> so I'll see you there. And for now, let's jump into today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Rise Up For You podcast. This is your host and founder of Rise Up For You, Netta Lena Nasruddin. So honored to be here with you today and to bring another amazing guest week after week. It just gets better and better. Tessa Arnold here that's calling in from Maryland, right? Maryland? Yes, yes. Very cool. Well, it's such an honor to have you here, Tessa. Very excited to share and talk with you about health, talk about energy. Sometimes the things that we overlook in our life as we're trying to build our career and success. So we haven't had someone on the show in a while to talk about health, so I'm looking forward to it. But before we jump in, tell us about yourself. Brag a little bit about all the great work you're doing and who you are. Absolutely. And thank you so much. I am thrilled to be here. Um, I can't tell you that enough. And to share this information. So Tessa Arnold here. I am a co-founder and the COO of Snapback Energy. So it is a supplement business that really provides you with a daily supplement that you need and didn't know you wanted in your life. Um, It's the liver powerhouse that is really everybody's calling for nowadays. It helps you maintain the balance. It helps you maintain the well-being, the overall body balance. But then I also have a secondary business to this called The Balance of You. You can find us at thebalanceofyou.com. What we do there is we provide Ayurvedic health health and lifestyle coaching. So we do one-on-one sessions, we do breakthrough sessions, and more specifically, we talk about the six pillars of health and how that relates to really our you know, just living as human beings, right? Being able to balance what that looks and feels like to the best of our abilities and really experience and create a life that we can't wait to wake up to. Yeah, I, I love I love that actually. So I want to spend a little bit of time here because, you know, it's interesting. I feel, and you know, you can totally debunk this, Tessa, but when COVID hit, so many individuals were like they reframed their mindset around health, right? Mm-hmm. They realized, you know what, we we can't just be investing all of our time, money, and energy in building a career. Right. And I think a lot of people had an awakening around health during the COVID period about taking care of yourself, doing things that fuel you and your body, nutrition, et cetera. Okay. Then COVID went away. And I feel like all of that is unwinding. <laughs> and people right. are, are like forgetting about how important health is again. And absolutely, you know, building your success career, that's great. I'm a huge fan of that. But without your health, there's no wealth, right? If something happens with your health, all the other pillars come crashing down. So talk to us a little bit about that. What are you seeing with your clients? Would you agree with that statement? Do you think we're going back, you know, to how we were? 
just want to pick your brain on that a little bit. You know, it's so interesting that you say that. And I have conversations with my clients about this. COVID, yes, we all had to go in. We were in lockdown and we had to go into isolation, right? So within that process, a lot of us had an opportunity to go look within, right? What are we going to fill our time with? We had limited options, limited things that we could do. So a lot of people, to your point, had more time to meal prep, more time to think about what they were eating, more time to move, to get outside potentially, to get back into exercise, to do some of the things that maybe we did in our childhood that we found fulfilling, right? To fill our time in different ways. It was scary for us though, very much so, right? We didn't necessarily know how to navigate it. But yes, in essence, we did have time to go within and have practiced a little bit more mindfulness, whether we knew it or not. So then we have the return to work. Everybody goes, you know, back out into the world, but we're still a little shell-shocked from what happened. We're trying to connect again with people. We're trying to maintain that connection that we've started to build with ourselves, but it looks a little bit differently, right? Maybe some of the things that we used to do don't feel the same. Maybe returning to work, you know, five days a week is not something that really fulfills us or something that we want to do. We want to have that balance. And so it's interesting because a lot of people have struggled with that to try and find, okay, well, we had to shift so completely. Now, how do we come out of this and find balance within our lives? And you're exactly right. That's where the six pillars of health came into play. And for me, it was embodiment of learning about this Ayurvedic, right? This 5,000 year old body of knowledge that simply um, and beautifully is the science of life. And when I say that, it's not anything that you're going to find in a in a elixir or a bottle or our newest workout or diet, right? It's simply the six pillars. So we get into such practices as breathing, right? Exercises. Um, we get into movement. We get into nutrition. We get into emotional well-being, meditation, sleeping, and it goes on. And I really dive into that with my clients. So I say now, now post-pandemic, you know, your lives are supposed to look the same, but they fundamentally changed. How do we get to a point where you're finding fulfillment and balance now within those lives based on what you know now, based on the time you've spent going within, based on rebuilding connections to each other on a deeper level, right? You know, as a society, we're crying for that. We want those deeper connections. We want to feel that we're purposeful within our communities. We want to be able to output things that feel really good to us and follow our purpose, right? But how do we do all that, right? It's a lot. It it can be difficult and challenging being human. So how do we navigate that simply? Yeah, absolutely. So let's jump in, Tessa, for our audience, because I think that even if they might have heard some of these things before, repetition, reiteration Mm -hmm. really helps the retention side of things. Yes. So let's break down each pillar uh, one by one, and then, you know, we can have a conversation and, and you know, some of them I'm going to want to dive into a little bit more. So I'll pass it over to you to start. Yes, absolutely. So we can start with sort of the nutrition or pillar, which it is. So when you get into the Ayurvedic practice, right, you're looking at the composition of the body. And we could spend much, uh, quite a bit of time talking and going into details. And I have quite a bit of this information on my website. But what you do is you look at the composition of the body and you look at what's called doshas. Doshas are very much the makeup of the elements and the constitution of the body within, right? We all have those doshas within our body. There's three of them. But what you can find is that you have a primary dosha that's prominent within your body. And we find that out through profiling. So through the profiling system, you and I might talk 
And I might say what I'm seeing come up for you based on, you know, emotional needs, nutritional needs, uh, feelings that you have, sensations that you have within the body. We'll drill so far down into saying you run cold, you run hot, your energy levels spike at this time of day. They're low at this time of day. We'll get very much into the details of you and you'll see these quiz results and you'll be like, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And I think there's, there's, cause I, I did, um, Ayurvedic a long time ago yes. during COVID actually. Yes. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe there's the three, there's the earth, fire and water. Is that correct? So there okay. are, there's, um, there's Vata, Pitta and Kapha. Okay. So you have the air and space, you have the fire and water and you have the earth and water. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yes. I was dominant Kapha, which was yes. earth. Wonderful. And then I was subdominant Pitta, which was the fire. Fire, yes, that's beautiful. <laughs> I think that's about right. <laughs> yes, that's great. It's a, it's so incredibly beautiful to learn these constitutions and to learn a little bit more about yourself and dive a little bit deeper because you're like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And what you find out based on your bite, and a lot of people are bidocial. Now, granted, remember we have all three of them within us, but you'll see what shows up the most, you know, through um, when you're conceived conception all the way up until life. And then you can find typically the one that's the primary is the one who's going to be the most out of balance or imbalanced you'll find. And what we do is give you the tools and equip you with what feels really good and how can we get that back in balance, right? So very quickly, you can hone in on how you're feeling, right? So that body connection, you go within and you say, oh, the, I'm feeling a little anxious right now. I'm feeling a little fired up. Something happened, right? Or even so simple as, you know, I have a little heartburn because that's part of my composition. And I know that that happens often, or I'm feeling um, super energetic because it's this type of day. So whatever it could be, you can truly identify based on knowing yourself and your composition so well. I do want to touch on one thing. It's a beautiful synergy between the elements, as you mentioned, and nature too. So going outside in nature, the times of the year, the seasons right now, we're in the Vata season. So there's a lot of beautiful techniques that we can all do to help balance ourselves, right? And so it's very much engaged with the entire um, just planet, really. So all of nature, all of the sound vibrations, all of the elements, all of the feelings. It's interesting, you know, you think about the moon controlling the tides and you think our bodies being energy and the energetics within it. And then you start to simply realize how much we're all intertwined with what's going on around us. A lot of very successful people say, show me, you know, your five closest friends and I'll tell you how successful you're going to be. Show me your environment and I'll tell you how successful you're going to be. And there's so much truth to that, right? Show me what's going on in your environment. I'll show you how it's connected and I'll show you how you can make subtle, simple shifts to help balance you so much more in it, right? It lifts you up. You know what you could be doing through another pillar, which is the breathing exercises, right? So incredibly powerful. Through simple breathing exercises, you can take really your entire nervous system from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic. And for those that don't know, you're in the sympathetic, which is the flight, the fright, or the freeze pretty much. So your entire entire system is going off and ready to just react, right? Based on whatever could be happening in your environment. And you step into a simple breathing exercise as simply as elongating your exhale and your nervous system has no other option but to go into the parasympathetic, which is the relaxation. What a gift that you can do at any time. 
Yeah, you know? absolutely. It doesn't cost you any money. Or it's not cost you anything. You can do it at any time. You can do it. And there's other exercises too. Should you want to increase your energy? Should you want to activate the left and right side of the brain through dual nostril breathing? Really? So closing and then breathing out of one and then the other going back and forth. Yeah. You're spreading energy and oxygenating your entire brain. Um, so before you go into a meeting, before you go into anything that you want to be incredibly alert and energized, ditch the coffee, you know, ditch the other stimulants and stimulate yourself with your own breath. Wow. So incredibly powerful. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So we have two pillars. So we yes. talked about the nutrition. We talked about the breath pillar, which is yes. critical as well. So we got four more. Let's yes. Do, um, Let's do the sleep one. I think you mentioned yes, this, right? okay, I did. I did. Uh, sleep is one of my favorites. Um, it really is because sleep is so incredibly important. And I have to say, it's a beautiful gift that you give yourself. And it's just as important as the busyness, as the restfulness, right? So your wind down routine before you go to bed is so incredibly important. And we talk about that. We talk about the circadian rhythms. And for those that don't know, you know, when you're going through the season, Seasons, when you're going through the daylight hours, when you're going through the shift in the seasons as well, um, we can really start to get into settling your mind and your body down a few hours before you go to bed and what that looks like, right? Eliminating some of the blue lights that you might be getting from your phone, the stimulation that you could be getting starting to increase the melatonin production right naturally within your body. So then when you do get to the point that you lie down, and I'm happy to say, when I'm ready to go to bed and I decide to go to bed, I fall right asleep and it's beautiful. And I realize that that can be very challenging for a lot of people. And I, what a gift to be able to just go right to bed and then sleep all night uninterrupted. Most of the time I have two small kids, so sometimes it happens, but then waking up in the morning with a restfulness before your alarm with the light of day right? So the light comes and I never close my blinds. I wake up with the light. I love doing it because it's such a natural rhythm of waking the body. And it's a beautiful gift to yourself. But that sleep is so incredibly important. I read a statistic today. It was something under 20% of creative com ideas come from actual being in production mode. The rest of them come from stillness and rest. That's where the majority of creative ideas come from. I believe you know. that. Well, you're, I think you're my sleep sister. You're the only person that I know that falls asleep right away, just like me, right away. gets like eight to nine hours yes. straight through. And I absolutely love the light. When I go to a hotel, when I go anywhere, I just push over, open yes. the blinds and I, I can't have it pitch dark because I like waking up to the sun just yes. blazing in my face. Yes. It's my absolute favorite. Okay. So we got nutrition, breath, sleep. We got three more to go. Yeah. So when we get into the movement, I think movement is so incredibly important and I'll tell you why, and it will go into the next pillar um, because the body needs to move. I know that there have been studies on longevity. There have been studies on, um, centurions, who, people, those individuals, men and women who have lived past the age of 100 yeah. and the way that they still incorporate movement in their daily lives and stay just moving their bodies. Our bodies are meant to be moved. That's how we were built in different ways. So I think it's so important to find something that speaks to you. I know when I first got into my meditative practice, which we'll talk about 
I very much did that through yoga. That was part of my practice. It was active power yoga, where I found that if I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing, um, I was probably going to hurt myself and I needed to focus. So I couldn't think about anything else. It doesn't have to be that intense, right? You could do a relaxation. You could go out and you could take a walk. I have more ideas and more actualization come to me when I am moving and when I'm walking than I do at any other time. So I would challenge everybody, if you are in a moment of time where you're trying to come up with a solution and answer before you send an email, before you make a decision, get up and move. Get up and move, whether that be around the house, around the office, walk outside if you can, go out in nature for just a few moments and you'll see that your mind automatically starts to clear and you'll start to get some clarity. If it's taking a little bit longer, take a longer walk. I promise you it's going to help. And just take that moment. There's never, I find too often, we live in a time of instant gratification and email alerts and pings and getting right back to somebody as quick as possible. You're allowed to take a few moments. You absolutely are. You're allowed to take 20 minutes. You're allowed to take 30 minutes. You're allowed to get up and you're allowed to respond and say, I will get back to you um, within the next hour, within the next 24 hours, set that expectation. So you're granting yourself the grace of time and then get out there and move. Movement for your body is the movement of so much energy throughout it. It's really loving your body so your body can love you back. And that's all that it is. That's through all the six pillars, but specifically the movement. And I'll tell you, I was having a conversation with my 10-year-old and she was having a hard time last night with some emotions. And I said, and even this morning, and I said, honey, I said, emotions are thoughts in motion. You need to get up and you need to move. I don't care if you need to go out for a walk in your PJs, walk around, we'll walk the dogs. I said, before you go to school today, I need you to not sit there though. I need you to get up and we need to move this out. We need to move these emotions through the body. And it's truly that. So allow them to be just that and get out and move them out. I love that. I love that. That's a great point, actually. And then we got two more. Yes. Meditation and then uh, um, you'll surprise me with the sixth one. <laughs> yeah. So I'd like to actually pause on meditation. I love meditation so much. But the emotional well-being, okay. emotional needs, so incredibly important. Which we're a fan of here, of course. Yes, please. I mean, it's just the emotional well-being, emotional needs. And I, I love the self-care aspect of it, which comes into play, too. Self-care is one of the most unselfish things that you can do as a human being. I will say that loud. I will say that proudly. I'll say that to anybody who listens um, because too often we find that we tell ourselves that it's selfish for us to spend the time that we need to on ourselves, but we can only be as strong as we take care of ourselves. And we, if we're going to catch those around us and give to those around us, we have to be strong to be able to do that. And that looks like the actions, the care, the love, and the thoughts that you give yourself right? So all of those things, emotional well-being and emotional needs and dealing with that um, is a very, obviously it's a large pillar. They all are and it holds up. But understanding where your thoughts are coming from, understanding what your thoughts are, understanding what emotions are, thoughts in motion, understanding, you know, what could be tied to those as past conditioning through early childhood, um, through whatever it is that we would dive into, particularly early childhood and some trauma, um, potentially. It was traumatic being born. So we've all dealt with some trauma in our lives, right? We've all had some. It's a capacity thing too. Yes. You want to have the capacity to give to others, mm. you have to have the space and capacity within yourself. And if you don't have yes. self-care, 
you haven't allowed yourself to feel grounded, to have the space. Right. Um, you, you know, we've all heard, I'm sure the bucket analogy where if your bucket is completely dry, how can you give water to anybody, to anybody else? So Right. It's a beautiful thing. It's a, you have to make yourself strong so you can catch those around you when they fall. Yeah. It's, it's just a beautiful gift. And it's such that, and you said it so beautifully, if you're not diving within and you're not understanding how you show up in this world and how you're reacting in relationships, whether they be with work, whether they be with colleagues, whether they be with family, children, partners, right? If you're not digging into some of the things that could potentially be uncomfortable and you ask yourself, why, how am I showing up in this way? Then you're not doing a justice to yourself and doing the work. When you give yourself the gift to go within and understand the dynamics of all those relationships, specifically the one you have with yourself, it is a beautiful, peaceful niche and knowledge to know this is how I'd like to show up and this is how I can show up, but it starts with me. Self-love, thoughts, actions are all tied in. And once we start to give those to ourselves, once we start to truly love ourselves, release the limiting thoughts, release the limiting beliefs, because we are limitless in all the things that we can do. We are the only ones who put limits on ourselves. We become magnetic and we lift our frequency so much higher that the vibration emanates from us. Um, The heart gives out an electromagnetic magnetic pulse that can be felt up to six feet really in front of us. It's a beautiful thing that the heart does, and this is science. Um, But when we are lifting ourselves up and taking care of ourselves really in such a way, it becomes this electronic force that's magnetized, and we put that out to all the people around us. We also, by embodying it, we allow them to feel comfortable in doing the same. Right. I love that. I love that. And that leads us to our final yes. before we wrap up, talk, talk to us about it. Meditation, one of my favorites. It is a beautiful practice and it is that. It is a practice. I've spoken with so many clients as I can't meditate. That's, that's, they say that. They well, always I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you, can you give us like a quick, uh, maybe like a one or two minutes yes. version of meditation. Yes. Because I think most people and even most of our clients and our you know individuals that are mm-hmm. listening, there's that daunting, you know, overwhelming feel of I just don't have an hour to sit there. But that doesn't have to be meditation, right? It could of be course. you know two minutes of silence, for example. So mm-hmm. you know, just in in a in a few like sentences, can you kind of wrap up what that could be? Absolutely. So it's not a one size fits all. And there's not, you do not have to sit cross-legged for an hour in a space with nothing bothering you, with no thoughts in your mind. That's impossible. You cannot stop the thoughts that run through your mind, but they are not one long thought. That's the key, right? So please, please don't try and go stop your thoughts. It's impossible. The brain doesn't work that way. It's like a giant computer. But they are multiple thoughts. And between each thought is a small gap, as I like to call it. It's a small space. If there weren't, we would have one long chaotic thought and it would be chaos. Our minds wouldn't be able to process. So there's always that small space in between. Once you realize that, you give yourself the gift to stop trying to quiet your mind. When you sit down, lie down, find a comfortable position where you're not going to be disturbed, say 15 minutes. If you don't use the whole 15, if it's 10, if it's five, that's perfectly fine too. But sit down with yourself and start to focus on your breathing, your breath. We typically, people say all the time, yeah, I focus on my breath, I'm breathing. I'm like, yes, well, you are. But typically, the majority of us are taking shallow breaths just into our lungs. If we start to focus on it and breathe into our diaphragm, 
diaphragms, what happens? We don't start thinking about our thoughts, right? We're more focused on breathing that breath. So I would challenge anybody, sit down for five minutes, start to focus in on the breath. Once you've focused in on the breath and start to breathe that through the body, you're going to start to relax. You can elongate that exhale. You're starting to relax even more. Then start asking yourself, I love the beautiful meditation um, that you ask yourself, who am I? Who am I? And you say your name. And then you say, who am I? And you say just your first name. And then you say, who am I again? And then you just say, I am. And then you ask yourself slowly in your mind, you say, what is it that I desire? What is my purpose? Right? What is, you know, my dreams, my goals? And then you say simply, what am I grateful for? And you pause after each question, you start to think about it. Whatever comes into your mind, again, there's no right or wrong answer here, right? It's just really going it within and starting to decide. And if that's not something... There's so many other beautiful meditations. There's a meta love meditation. There's just the simple, there's mantras. If that's something that you like to do, I do that sometimes. Sometimes I sit in stillness, which can be so incredibly uncomfortable for people. And I find it so incredibly peaceful and relaxing. And it's it's one of my favorite things to do. The children go to bed and I lay in my bed. Sometimes I read a book and sometimes I just sit there before I go to bed. And I let my mind just wander. And I'm still, and I'm so incredibly comfortable in that space of stillness, knowing I'm doing exactly what I should be doing at that moment in that present awareness. And then I fall asleep. I love that. I love that. I'm, I'm a fan of stillness as well. Just coming downstairs and not having any sound other than yes. the environment. Tessa, this has been really awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to jump into the power section quickly. Yes. Just, you know, one or two words in response. So the first question is, is if you were to leave this world with one final message, we call it our golden nugget. What would your golden nugget be? Goodness. Release the limitations you place on yourself. Release them. Let them go. And here at Rise Up For You, we're really big on values. So what's yes. one value that's a non-negotiable for you? Oh, kindness. Kindness is, that. it's leave. I have two things that I like to say, how I live my world, how I pretty much live my life. Leave the world a better place than you found it. Leave people better than you found them. I love that. And final, final question. Actually, I have one more, but first, where can we find you? Where can we connect? How do people Absolutely. connect with Tess Arnold? Absolutely. So I have my two uh, business websites, which are snapbackenergy.com, balanceofyou.com. You can find me at Tess underscore Elizabeth one on social media or Tessa Arnold. Um, also Balance of You Co on Instagram and Snapback Energy. So any of those places, please feel free to reach out. I love connecting. I love conversation. Great. We'll put it in the notes for, for our audience. And final question, as you know, we are rise up for you. What comes to mind for you when you hear that phrase? Oof, rise up for you. Champion each other. Champion each other as much as you can. Um, tell people, share with them what you love about what they do, how it shines through. Be more vocal and being champions for others. Absolutely. If you see something and it resonates with you and it sits with you, reach out to that person, connect with that person. Again, I mentioned it earlier, we are in a place and a time where deeper connection is something that we fundamentally need um, just as a civilization and breaking down the barriers and talking to one another. And we do that through sharing, you know, 
beautiful compliments, sharing our values, sharing our thoughts. That's really what makes the world go round and illuminating. So I would say lift each other up as much as possible. Awesome. Tessa, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for adding value to our community today. And thank you everyone for joining again for the Rise of You podcast. This is your host, Natalina Nasserdin. Every single week, we are bringing you episodes from amazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, executives, people that are out there making an impact in the world so that they can help you push your potential and really elevate the human condition. And that's what we're all about here at Rise Up For You. So thank you for joining us and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you, Tessa. Thank you all, appreciate it. Imagine a life where you can have it all, a booming career, fantastic love life, great health and success, and overall achievement and happiness. Imagine pushing your potential to your absolute best and every day living a life that you are proud of. Well, if this sounds like something that you're yearning for, then the Rise of You Growth Membership is perfect for you. My team and I believe in supporting you and helping you get to the next level because we know that you can do and have what it takes to be your best. When you join our membership, you get access to live trainings every single month with myself and our team you get free coaching, you get a number of on-demand resources to help level up your success that you can use in the comfort of your own home, and you get access to our global membership around the world full of like-minded professionals that are looking to be their best. Your time is now to push your potential and live the life that you wanna live. So if you're ready to take the next step in your life and in your career, join the Rise of Food Growth membership. Click below and we'll see you there.